0: Welcome to this week's podcast on Do You Believe, where we talk about Atlantis. Cue the theme music.
1: Attention, all hands to the launch bay. To whoever took the L from the motor pool
0: sign, ha ha, we are all very amused. Attention, tonight's supper will be Baked Beans' musical program to follow. Mm Did you like how I inshared the podcast there?
1: Yeah, you did a good job. You can do it again. And again and again. I don't want to do it. Alright, so to this week we're talking about Atlantis.
0: I already said that.
1: Well, I wanted to remind the crowd. All three of them. Alright. Before... Well, okay. Do you have any prior knowledge of Atlantis?
0: No, But they have no idea who's talking.
1: Oh. I'm pretty sure they know it's me. I have a very distinct, whiny voice.
0: Well, I'm Carrie, the wife of the man who has a very distinct and whiny voice.
1: As me, I'm Lee. How are you guys tonight? Alright, so today I did research and I wrote like an article. You can find it on our website at doyoubelieve.com and read it there. That's
0: not our website. What did I say? You said do you com. No.
1: Do you believe for more information? And we also have a Twitter, uh, Do You Believe Podcast, and a Facebook page, Do You Believe Podcast. And we'll have Instagram soon, it's Snapchat soon. We have some cool graphic design stuff now that my sister made. And if you have any requests for the show, email us at uh, request at doyoubelievepodcast.com. You know, initially, I had written off Atlantis as uh, Hocus Pocus, and so did everyone else in the scientific community. So, the very first mention of Atlantis was in a writing by the philosopher Plato, right? And he's writing the, these things with a conversation with two people, Um, I can't pronounce their name, so I won't try. But in these conversations, Plato talks to them, and he says, Okay, uh, I talked to this guy, this friend of mine. His name is Solon. He was in Egypt um, back in the day. This was around, like, 600 B.C. And he had talked to them, and they told uh, him a tale of a massive city on the water that was struck by a massive catastrophe earthquakes and flooding and all that stuff, and it was submerged into the ocean. And Solon asked them, and they say, okay, so when did this happen? They're like, oh, that was like 9,000 years ago. And he's like, oh, okay. So that's the first mention of it. Now, the the, the main community, scientific community, says, oh, that was just, um, you know, fiction, right? It was just, uh, he made up this fictitious city so that he could get a point across about how a nation could become that strong. And then in the story he tells, uh, the Atlanteans attack Athens at the time. And Athens, because of its superior organizational skills, was able to beat the awesome empire of Atlantis. But they say that was just a fictitious story that he could say in order to get his point across. But some new research has come to light.
0: So wait, how how did they think did so, you skimmed over that? Did I zone that part out? I skimmed over
1: it, but the the summary that the ancient Egyptians told Solon in the story was that it took oh, the place uh, one day and one night, and it was massive earthquakes followed by massive flooding is the story that he's told.
0: It has nothing to do with them fighting.
1: No. So, and yeah, I should have mentioned that, but they attack Athens, and Athens wins, right? Mm-hmm. So they just hold off the attack, but this catastrophe has nothing like it i think in the story they might have said the gods were mad because they didn't defeat the athens so they got destroyed or something like that you know so here here's what brought me back around i'm gonna pull up the information real quick all right so recently i've been listening to a guy i first heard him on joe rogan's podcast he's like a investigative journalist slash self-proclaimed like archaeologist i don't think he has like an actual degree in it but he studies it big time and he knows probably more about it than any other archaeologist that actually has a degree but uh this may seem like i'm going off on a tangent but i promise it connects down the road so stick with us okay so he has studied what he believes to be. And he bases this on evidence that he has found. He thinks a comet struck the ice shelf in the north part of the world for around 12,000 years ago that set the world into a, uh, a new ice age essentially because of that. Uh, the comet hits the ice shelf, all this ice and water goes into the air, blocks out the sun, everything gets cold, it rains and snows forever. So there's a huge uh, cooling period. It's called the Younger Dryas. I might say that a few more times, but that's the the cold ice age period. Then he says another. He thinks comet again strikes or comes close to Earth and heats up the Earth very drastically, which causes all the ice from the ice age to rapidly melt, like very rapidly, and cause massive flooding everywhere in the world. And I've got I have like one picture uh, from Washington that shows like the devastation that this global flooding catastrophe caused like it's on a ridiculous scale like you wouldn't even know being in the area you just look around like oh this is just a crappy area but you zoom out now it's like google earth that we have and you can see that this giant area is was caused by massive flooding uh that if you want to look it up the area in washington is called the Scablands, because like all of the all of the grass and stuff is green it just looks like a normal nice place but all scattered throughout are just big patches or big big streams, essentially, of damaged dead area that was a result of this. So that is some of his evidence to prove that. Still, we're not tying it together yet, but bear with me. Uh, he also studies mainly, like, ancient sites. So what we've been told so far, right, we have—you you go back, you've got, like— um, ancient egypt and further back you've got ancient mesopotamia that we believe to be the oldest existence of like an actual like civilization and that means you know cities buildings that kind of stuff um but recent discoveries we found that we've been finding there's a couple sites now the main one the big one is called gobekli tepi uh that's in i think it's in ukraine or maybe turkey but the stuff they're finding There's two weird things, right? It's signs of an ancient civilization, and it is way older than what we believe to be the oldest civilization. So modern-day science is like, okay, no, we're just going to call BS on all this, and we're just going to keep the model that we have. Um, they don't. They don't like the idea of catastrophic events happening. They're they're more in favor of gradually over time things changed and you know we advanced in technology and all that stuff. But the guy I've been talking about that did the study, his name is Graham Hancock, and what he believes is that based on like some of these structures that we see from these really old ones, like Göbekli Tepe, are like so well. They're like giant stones cut perfectly, stacked perfectly. Like, it makes, you know, you've got your your regular ruins out there now. They look kind of cool, but kind of crappy, right? But these look like better than, it rivals the stuff that we have now, right? It's like, this stuff is amazing. So clearly we were very, very advanced. So his, his theory is, you know, we had this super advanced civilization, this catastrophic flood hit, and destroyed everything. Basically sent us back to the Stone Age. He's thinking maybe some of them survived, right, and passed on their knowledge to the Egyptians and Mesopotamians. And that's why their stuff is pretty good, you know. Not as good as the old stuff. And this happens, like, worldwide. Like, um, Machu Picchu is another example in South America, where you've got the really, really old stuff is very well built and designed. Then you've got what we say would be after the flood, and it's just, like, basic... You know, it's advanced stuff, right? But it's nothing crazy. Anyway, so I'm gonna bring this back around. It's a long way around, but um, Graham Hancock seems to think that the massive, so there was the big ice age that came and the massive heat wave that came after it that melted all the ice water. He says that happens about 9,600 BC. Now he had done this work all by himself, right? He had no idea about it. He wasn't looking for Atlantis. Like At the time, I'm sure he would have thought it was just crazy anyway, right? But then later on, he goes and reads the story by Plato. And he visits that place 600 BC, and they say it happened 9,000 years ago. So that puts it at 9,600 BC. That's exactly when we think this massive flood happened. So if it's fiction, like they're saying... That is a very, very strange coincidence that he would say this catastrophe, that the ancient Egyptians said this catastrophe struck in 9,600 B.C. And independently, Graham Hancock's over here researching and finds that he thinks that there was a huge heat wave that caused massive flooding in 9,600 B.C. So with that evidence, right... He doesn't have any like crazy degrees or research or anything with like the specifics. But based on this this evidence, you could infer that this might be this story might be based on something real. Right? And a lot of ancient stories have some basis in reality. And like a lot of a lot of stuff and this this gives credit to like the Bible Noah's Flood story, right? This this evidence that he's showing, it did happen. And like almost every civilization around that time has a story of a flood happening. That's not like completely different parts of the, the globe. So it definitely happened. Now, with that evidence, he's not saying, okay, Atlantis is real, right? He's saying Atlantis could be real, right? The evidence suggests that a catastrophe did hit around that time. And a lot of places are underwater now that weren't at the time. So it could be true. So this is what's making me think, hey, okay, maybe it is real. And there's other stuff we'll get down to about exactly what is Atlantis. But I like the fact that we can think that maybe it's out there. The one part that makes it difficult to find, right, there's speculation. Some people think it's in the Mediterranean Sea. Some people think it's just outside in the Atlantic Ocean. Some people think there's an entire continent, like a huge one, that was in the Atlantic Ocean. Now it's gone. And then other people think, oh, it's in in Antarctica. Of course. And then I read something weird recently where they're saying there's, a, there's a, a megalithic site in Southeast Asia at a place called Gunung Padang. And they're thinking maybe this is it because there's a big section of Southeast Asia that's underwater now that wasn't previously, and we can look at old maps to see this. Um, but they seem to think maybe that's Atlantis. Doesn't really tie to the story though, so you know, I don't buy that one as much. But yeah, so I think it would be somewhere in the Atlantic just off the coast of Europe, I'm thinking. But the problem is if the story is true, like they say, with earthquakes and flooding, that would mean not only is it underwater, but it's most likely buried as well. So nowadays, like people go and like they're digging for like construction reasons or uh, mining reasons and they come across ancient ruins, right, on accident and that's just a stroke of luck, and you find it. But how much construction and mining do we do under the water? It's almost none, right? So the chances of us finding it are slim to none. What we, what we can hope for is some sort of other earthquake or some other type of major like, water shift that causes like yeah, something to expose part of the ruins underwater for us to see is probably our best chance of finding it. But then again, it could be anywhere in this massive ocean and we'd have to get lucky to find it, right? Maybe we can advance our technology enough where we can scan, you know, underwater and under the ground underwater, maybe someday. But again, people aren't gonna be willing to to fund that to search for Atlantis. If you told somebody I need, if you went to the bank for a loan said, I want money so I can find Atlantis, they'll laugh you out of the room, right? Most places are like that. And governments aren't going to help you either. And be like, yeah, whatever, you're wasting your time. We're not giving you money for that. So the other option is maybe we'll find other texts on land that describe this ancient city of Atlantis. What do you think, Carrie? Do you buy it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I've always pretty much believed in Atlantis, but I haven't really known much about it, which sounds weird. I feel like, I don't know. But yeah, I've always kind of believed in it. I don't think it's like the the Disney movie, you know. I don't think maybe I don't think they were that advanced, where like they were using like all these crystals to do all this crazy stuff.
1: The idea of crystals.
0: But maybe they were just advanced in their technology compared to other people. And um, I don't know who brought it, who brought it up, but. Somebody said that, you know, back then, like, like technology, like, it wasn't, it wasn't great at all. And so they didn't really have to have a lot of technology in order to be this high, like, technology place. You know, it didn't really take a lot. So I, don't know. I don't think that they were, like, flying around in spaceships, and I don't know.
1: True. So the, the, the story that Plato tells that he heard from the ancient Egyptians... Didn't mention anything like that, right? She's like, they were advanced. They were cool. They built a big city on the water. It was pretty awesome. For the time, right? Mm -hmm. So that's So that's on the low end of the spectrum, saying it was just like any other ancient civilization of that time. Maybe slightly better, but nothing crazy. And then you got the stuff, like, with the crystals and whatever. Now, Disney didn't just make that up, right? They've gotten their stuff from other sources, too. So... I have a link to it in the article, I think, and it's a big, long story called The Fall of Atlantis. And I didn't do research as to like who wrote it when it was written all that kind of stuff, but this talks about the crystals that you're mentioning, right? And the crystals were used for almost everything, right? For power, um, to power the cities. Uh, in, the, in the movie, they power their flying vehicles and stuff. I don't know how much that's true. But they've also had... Um, Crystals that grant them wisdom and power and strength and all of this stuff for everything, right? And they also they somehow they're tied to the gods and whatnot. And then one other thing, and I'll mention this again. This is nobody's really. This is probably a work of fiction as well, the fall of Atlantis, right? But we can't say for sure. But it seems unlikely that they would have technology like they're talking about. But they said they recorded the entire history and all the knowledge of Atlantis on 12 discs. How it works, I don't know. Is it like a CD beats me? Or a record? I don't know.
0: How do they know? How does who know? How do they know that they recorded all of this?
1: Well, they wrote this in this writing.
0: Oh.
1: Right. So it's not... This isn't a confirmed thing. This is another myth. Okay. Could be cool if it's true, though. And it lists out where it's where they're hidden. And there's 12 scattered throughout the world hidden in important places like, you know, uh, the Vatican in their secret vault or something like that, right? Places like that. It's weird though because they mention modern day places in the story so that makes me skeptical about all of it. But anyway, it's fun to think about. Maybe we have these somewhere. Maybe we just haven't figured out how to, to access them. But yeah, that's Atlantis in a nutshell. And coming into this, I was pretty skeptical. I didn't expect to find much. Just rumors and legends based on, you know, random things people heard over the centuries. But it was weird listening to Graham Hancock on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, it's completely possible based on the evidence that there were advanced civilizations out there that are far more advanced than we know right and we might do a separate podcast on this at a later date with my friend bobby but it just even in ancient egypt like the pyramids and some of the the very old stuff is very very well built and then more of the modern day stuff from the pharaohs and whatnot is more reasonable right you're just like okay these are just you know carved pillars of sandstone it's not too hard to do and they just kind of built around it you know painted some cool hieroglyphs nothing fancy right but what you know mainstream science won't tell you is that the pyramids are way older than that stuff way older than the pharaohs
0: and isn't isn't there like there's not any hieroglyph hieroglyphics in the, in the pyramids
1: right so there's no writing there there was nothing found in them right there is an entire valley off nearby, but there's an entire valley called the Valley of the Kings that has tons of buried pharaohs that we found with all of their treasure, right? It's not uncommon to find in Egypt, but it's not in the pyramids. And did you know that the Sphinx has chambers in it?
0: I did not know that.
1: They don't want anyone to know. It's weird. I was talking to Bobby. He showed, he said, hey, there's chambers in there, right? Everybody denies it now. I went back. They had a video in the 80s or early 90s, that show a guy going into the Sphinx. Why? And are now they... they <laughs> I don't know. Now they've covered it up. Maybe
0: they're hiding like weapons in there or something.
1: Who knows? It's weird.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, like with these these ancient, ancient civilizations that go back before the oldest ones that we say exist, is that they've... Like the pyramids themselves and the Sphinx and then Gobekli Tepe, they are... They're lined up in a way that it lines up with the constellations and the stars, right? Yeah. Which is like, okay, how do they know that, right? Gobekli Tepli, they think they found, like, inscriptions where they made their own zodiac, their own constellation system that they have for tracking everything. Gobekli Tepli and the pyramids are, like, lined up. Okay, so Gobekli Tepli is lined up. It's, like, perfectly north and south, not magnetically north and south. I don't know if you guys know the difference, but, like, your compass points to north, but it's not technically true north. It's magnetic north. But true north is based on, like, the sky. And their stuff is lined up within, like, a couple degrees, which is insane, right? We would would struggle doing that ourselves nowadays. And I think the pyramids are lined up with, like, Orion's Belt or something. That's pretty impressive. But yeah, it's weird because, like, in Egypt, the it's so weird. Like, we knew there were holes in the sphinx and chambers. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, there's not. Nope. And they've covered up the holes and stuff like that. There's another instance where they went inside the pyramid, and there's, like, shafts going, small shafts that, like, a person can't fit in that go out towards the outside of the pyramid. And those line up with certain constellations and stuff based on when they were built. But one of them had, like, a wall blocking it. Because these are like square shafts going up. And it looks like somebody shoved a plug up in there, right, to block the hole. And it had two handles on it. So like, okay, somebody put something up there, right? So they they dug through. They managed to get a little robot to go up there and drill a hole in the the wall to see what was on the other side. They drilled through. And they found a small little space and then another door. And after that, uh, the government said, no, you can't look at anything no more that's it we're done no more anything
0: and that was our dogs
1: our dogs are barking I don't know if you guys can hear it anyway but yeah it's they have like their own society that governs like what goes on at these places under the guise hey we want to preserve it so you know you gotta ask us before you do any exploring or anything and and late leave they've just been like no 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 and i think it's a result of it's all a result of we've got this story that we said this is history this is how it happened and we're not changing anything if you find evidence suggests otherwise screw you it's not true you're making it up you're crazy right and graham hancock is getting so much flack for this kind of stuff right he just questions you know what we've been told mainstream science says yeah there was uh, a comet that killed the dinosaurs, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, but ancient stuff. Aliens. No aliens,
0: care. Uh Freemasons. That's where they have their their big get-togethers. I bet is in the is in the in, Sphinx. In the, in the Sphinx. Tied it back to the Freemasons. So
1: I've heard a couple theories about the pyramids recently one's crazy and one's not crazy which one do you want to hear first doesn't matter okay (laughs) we'll go not crazy first i read somewhere that seems to think okay there's nothing in the pyramids right there's no writing or whatever a couple things one was like okay it was a big storage thing for grain okay i could see that i guess Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing in there why not another one was like it was some sort of water pump like, okay, so if these are ancient-ancient, like... So we got ancient Egyptians that were pretty legit, right? But we've got ancient-ancient stuff even before them that's way better than they've got. So they could have had technology like that. It's not too crazy. So, okay, I could see that. Um, what other ones?
0: What was the crazy one?
1: I didn't want to go straight to crazy yet. Oh. But, okay, the crazy thing is when you go into the main they call it the king's chamber there is a they're calling it a sarcophagus which is like a fancy word for like a coffin sitting in the middle about human size yeah some people seem to think that it was a resurrection chamber right you put the guy in there and when things line up correctly they come back to life that explains why there wasn't really anything in there you know if they believe that did it work i don't know If I said it did, I would be called crazy, but we'll say for logical sake, no. Okay, now I remember the other slightly plausible one. They may have known about the flooding that was coming, right? So the US has in Antarctica, or maybe it's in Norway, I can't remember, I've heard different things. We've taken like seeds of every plant that we have and have hidden them in here in case of like a global catastrophe like a nuclear war or something. What if that's what the pyramids were for? They were built... Like, a pyramid is a very strong shape. Like, you can't break it. Especially the way they made it. They made it to withstand a flood that they knew was coming. And they put very important things in there. Probably not people. Maybe a couple. But, you know, that kind of thing. There's also a lot of stories about... We've got Noah's Ark on the Christian side and the Jewish side. But there's also, you know, other stories of... There's a couple that are arcs and then there's other ones of people that built like structures because they knew doom was impending because the gods were mad or God was mad, right? And they built these and they hid in them until it was over. So maybe it was one of those. I don't know. Do you think I'm crazy? Of course. Okay. Do you want me to go real crazy?
0: Go for it. All right.
1: So we have some alcoholic beverages, so things might start to get a little crazy the main atlantis part is over uh the rest might just be ranting ranting's of a crazy person but i'll preface this by saying i don't really believe any of this stuff but it's fun to think about it's just fun to think about right and i think if we're we shouldn't be scared to to speculate on these kind of things mm. you think otherwise carrie
0: yeah maybe I don't know. I don't know, there's I don't really want to talk about it <laughs> There's just like um, A lot of People who are about to uncover Secrets the government doesn't want really to know And then like the day before they're supposed to say something They end up dead <laughs>
1: Well, I don't think these are state or government secrets So, we're good This is just stuff based on old text That has like Biblical themes But is not officially part of it you know, just kind of story. So this is my own speculation, right? There's mention in, I'll start with the Christian side. In the Old Testament, there's men- mention mention of Nephilim, Nephilim, I think that's what they're called, like giant people or whatever. And they don't tell you what it is, right? Now, supposedly, and I've read this, This is there's the book of Enoch, which is not officially part of the Bible. It could be complete BS. It could have just taken things from the Bible and put it in that make it sound like it ties in with it right could be fake but I read it because you know it's fun to explore these things but take it with a grain of salt right this book says that there were people on the earth and like I don't know if it was just angels or the fallen angels but they came down and they will say mated with the humans on the earth and created these great people that would be like you know half people half celestial being right so they were stronger and more powerful and apparently bigger than regular people they seem to think like these angels came and showed these ancient people how to do things how to make these awesome structures and maybe even help them themselves and that's that's the christian side and there's there's stuff on the other stuff that's For other uh, civilizations that have the same kind of story like Mesopotamia, right? They've got these, they're not called angels, but they're like the gods came down and lived with the people. Right. So one thing I read about was in Mesopotamia, they found a, in one of the the buildings that has been preserved, like a timeline of past Kings. Right. That doesn't sound crazy. Right. Um, so you got, okay, this, fair, this, this king ruled for 50 years, this king ruled for 40, this king for 40, 50, you know, reasonable times, right? And then it goes back to a certain time, and I could be wrong on this number, but like, you know, 11,000 years ago, 12,000 years ago, things start to get a little crazy, right? It says, okay, this king ruled for 2,000 years. This king ruled for 4,000 years, right? And some people might be like, oh, that's just, you know, whatever. They're just making that stuff up. They're just guessing, right? Okay, maybe, but maybe not, you know. And then it goes all the way back to the original. It said the first ruler that came down from the heavens, right? So, you know, maybe they would say in their mind, if you weren't like a Christian or a Jew at the time, you would think them of, like, a god, right? An angel, right? They're much more powerful and stronger than you. So you worship them, right? So that's just, like, one scenario from another one. And the Egyptians are the same way, like, the gods that they have kind of follow the same path. Like, they used to live with them. They came down. They helped them. They showed them how to do things. And that's... I just find that interesting that... You know, the ancient ancient stuff is really, really well done, well built. I still have no idea how they, they did any of it. Some of the, the regular ancient stuff that we're used to, right? You could come up with, a, you know, yeah, they could have made it. It would have taken a lot of work, but when you got slaves to help you, you know, it's pretty easy to do. But some of this really old stuff is just downright impressive, so. Sounds crazy, but it's fun to think, you know, maybe. Is there proof of this? No, but you know, it's still fun. What do you think, Harry?
0: I think you're full of baloney.
1: But I think that's all we're gonna cover for tonight. <laughs> um, if you guys have any questions or if you wanna see like, you know, where I'm reading this stuff or any of that kind of thing, just send us an email or a comment on the, the post on the website or even on Twitter or whatever any way you want uh, and I'll get back to you especially now because we have like only a couple of people that actually listen so the odds are in your favor if you want to contact us and you know some of the facts I throw out in stories could be a little wrong this is just stuff I briefly read if you guys want like a more in-depth look at any of the things I've I've mentioned just let us know but Yeah, that's all we got. Carrie, do you want to sign us off? Bye. Adios.